I'm Jessica Kaufman. And I'm Liz Schmidt. And this, and this is, is Two Girls, girls with One that? Month. That was not a meditation voice at all. That was just creepy. Yeah, <laughs> We're keeping it. All right, you guys. This is Two Girls, One Month. A podcast about two best friends finally supporting some good habits. Each month, we will add or subtract something in our lives for 30 days, and then we're going to talk about it. We tried to do meditation voices, but we obviously can't hold it together for even like two sentences. So No, they just sounded really creepy, so we're sorry <laughs> for anything we just put you through. <laughs> um yeah, thank you everyone that's listened to the first episode about alcohol. Woo! We had like a <laughs> lot more people listen than we expected because I mainly expected for like no, three my people. mom and mm-hmm. my girlfriend to listen. And I purposely didn't tell my mom. <laughs> yeah, the, I did not expect some of my family members to listen, even though I warned them not to listen. Yeah. But it's all good. They know who I am. Um yeah but yeah if you did like it then please like hit the little star button and maybe like write something nice or don't just so we can like you know yeah it helps us if you like and subscribe so maybe one day this can be something more than a thing where we listen to ourselves talk but if it's not that's cool too because we're fine we like talking yeah (laughs) this is for us um yeah yeah, so how'd your month so, go? So this month we did meditation. I guess it was like last month, though. Um, yes. Honestly, it, it, it was amazing. Um, there was, it, yeah, meditation's awesome. <laughs> yes, I do think that it feels so far away already, but it was mm-hmm. it was really great. You remember when I called you after I did my first one? Oh, yeah, that was fantastic. Cause, so I am like... I don't want to say I'm seasoned, but I like regularly practice, not daily for 30 okay. minutes like we did. But Liz like has not. And so she did it for the first time and it was hilarious. <laughs> I remember I remember practicing meditating when I was like in middle school because my mom had some book on it. Uh-huh. But I'm pretty sure that my whole motivation was like, I kind of want to be one of those like cool kids that gets into this yeah kind of stuff so there's no way that like my 13 year old mind was able to like clear itself yeah no because the way that I did yeah I'm like gonna make me cool yeah I can't wait to tell people about how I meditated I think (laughs) the first time I meditated was after I started going to hot yoga and um we like did the meditation at the end and I just started like even though I wasn't thinking about anything I started like crying and I was like oh I think I need to do this more let's release some emotions I've never released (laughs) or you need some more water yeah yeah (laughs) very dehydrated sweated and cried (laughs) um yeah but I I called you after the first one that I did and I was like I was like high I thought I thought she was messing with me, like being a, like a butthole about it. Like that was the best experience ever. And I was like, "Are you just being a butt?" Because like I was like, "Because I would be." Yeah, cause <laughs> she would just like mess with me, and I like meditation, so I thought she was like messing with me. But she was really just like, "No, like that was amazing." 
<laughs> it was it was really great. yeah 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 it's a weird it's hard to describe it too like how would you describe it's just like if you I don't know and the 30 minutes really like I think allows you to get into it like if you fully dedicate to doing 30 minutes and I think that's yeah like, yeah, yeah I would say that 20 is probably good and like good mm-hmm. enough to get into mm-hmm. it if that's easier to schedule yeah in. yeah like I know that later in the month I ended up doing that more mm-hmm. where I would like do mm-hmm. kind of break it up yeah but that but 30 minutes yeah it was like a good chunk of time mm-hmm. you made sure you didn't fall asleep yeah you had and you have to commit <laughs> to show up for that like 30 yeah. minutes yeah. that was a hard part because you're like you need 30 there was at the end of it we were doing it in like 15 minute chunks which was still really useful I like that a lot still um because we yeah. were like finding ourselves being like well I guess I'll just do a sleep meditation at the end of the night and we'd like fall asleep meditating um yeah so that's when we weren't which is it. also useful yeah it was not as like it doesn't have the same effect like I really do uh-huh. think that the I don't know how I would describe it I guess you just feel it's like a trance like state like dream state but I you're I not felt... dreaming I don't think that's I, the right word either I don't know if I did that I don't know no. if I felt that I just felt refreshed yeah like I just felt like you know, you just the one the like, bi- you got to restart your computer. Mm-hmm. Like you just yeah are refreshed. I feel <laughs> like I was like it's like it for me a big thing of it is like it it, it does kind of like sweep your thoughts too. Like kind of like clears the browsing history in a way. Yeah. So I felt like a lot more in control. Or I do when I meditate. Like I'm like I'm going into things with a lot clearer mindset, and and that's so nice. Because we mm-hmm. tend to have 15,000 tabs in our mind open at a time. Um, yeah. But let's, how, as far as month goes, like, I think we should talk about, so I did guided meditations and then, like, meditative music or binaural beats. But I really like the guided meditations when we were first getting into the 30 minutes and, like, making it a habit just because having someone, like, guide what I was doing um, kind of helped my thoughts not go into la-la land. Um, yeah, and I want to talk about all of that stuff okay. kind of later. Okay, I mean, cool. I just, I just feel like we can get into kind of our recommendations. Yeah, and mm-hmm. what we found helpful. Okay, a so little bit later. Where does meditation even come from? Okay, so yeah, I did most of my research for this question on Wikipedia. So take that as you want to. I'm not an expert on any of this. We're not um, experts. <laughs> <laughs> we are not experts. Um, so there's no real consensus on a definition of meditation. It's kind of debated in scientific and spiritual communities that mm-hmm. people talk about meditation. And especially right now with the buzzword of mindfulness, oh, that yeah. it gets used to describe so many things. Mm-hmm. So basically archeologists can find like meditation references as early as 5,000 BCE. It started in India and then kind of traveled via the Silk Road, like through trade Mm -hmm. and was adopted in a lot of cultures in Asia. Mm -hmm. But it's found, I mean, you could say that some form of meditation is in almost every major religion, like even still the like praying or saying kind of really rhythmic prayers that you're just repeating the same thing over and over again. It's kind of trying to do the same thing for your brain. Um, Buddhism has been like 
I mean, people think about Buddhism being really linked to meditation Mm -hmm. because there's, that's like one of the steps to reach Nirvana. Yeah. Christianity has a different kind, you know, Buddha said that he like reached Nirvana through this thing where Mm -hmm. you basically, you're just in a state of emptiness and realization that basically nothing matters. Yeah, it's non-attachment to anything. And you're non-attached to anything, right? So then that's, like, the ultimate. Mm -hmm. Um, That came to the U.S., like, Buddhism came to the U.S. when Chinese immigrants came over in the 1800s, which, like, wasn't a big group of them. Um, By 1893, there were some Asian spiritual teachers that came to this, like, this religious conference in Chicago. And that was the first time that, white Americans learned from Asians about their like yeah. religion from them. Um, but nothing really picked up until the sixties and seventies mm-hmm. because probably because of racism. I mean, yeah. you know, it's like, <laughs> Liz is just uh, going to call it how it is. Like, <laughs> I mean, it probably was like, I'm no, sure no. That, well, cause you know. if you, th- anyone who's ever practiced these like concepts, like has like truly practice it has benefited from it, which is interesting. Not yeah, saying but I that, think that there's mean... also, yeah, there's a lot of, there was a lot of stigma and like prejudice against religions that weren't Christianity. Yeah. So they brought it over, but nobody like listened to them. Mm-hmm. That's all mumbo jumbo. And then in the 60s and 70s, 70s, um, scientists started to like study medical benefits. And so when you say that something's being like scientifically proven, a lot more white americans are like oh, that's well, such a white feature yeah i'm like that was like one of those things like white people love and i'm like scientifically proven things <laughs> yeah so it's like we put this sticker of validation on meditation by doing some studies that probably aren't even that reliable yeah but it also was during the hippie wave mm-hmm. and i thought this was interesting so the beatles got into transcendental meditation and so all these celebrities started going going to india to study it and and like said, you know, that they were like super changed because of transcendental meditation, mm-hmm. even though they were probably like paying out the wazoo for it. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> which is fine because they have lots of money. But they were saying that like the article was saying that it's believed to have happened during that time, partially because when we aren't getting the answers or we're not we're seeking something in our culture that will look to Eastern cult- Eastern cultures to fill that void for us. Like in general speaking, like, or that that happened there, but I think has happened times before. And I kind of think is maybe happening now. Like I think yeah. that the increase well, in the mindfulness is also, it just kind of lines up with this. Um, well, I think it's also because with our culture, there's just a lack of it. Like we're on the other end of the spectrum right now. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I think that was also happening in the 60s and 70s mm-hmm. that a lot of people were feeling disconnected yeah. from, they weren't feeling like they were part of a community that, um, you know, valued the things that really matter. Yeah. Right? Like well, a that, lot of that teenagers left because they yeah. were like, this is all well, bull crap and I don't want to be in a war. Yeah. Well, that's a lot of where our culture is now. Like it's like, go, 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 busy, 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 no rest. No, and then the Eastern cultures kind of have the different thing, like rest, reflect, and you work still, but you like take care of your mind and body and 
that's definitely not where our culture has gone at this point. I think it's coming back because it has to, because if you're on either end of the spectrum, you're going to, you know, have some natural consequences. So let's talk about mindfulness as like how it is currently seen Mm -hmm. here. So like it has exploded. Yes. Right. I use it in my coaching. Like that's one of my pillars of coaching. And it's exploded. It's exploded a lot in like self-help kind of realms, but also huge in Silicon Valley. So like Google Google was the one that I read an article specifically about Google, mm-hmm. but I know that this is used in a ton of companies Oh yeah, um, to try to, because it's saying that it's proven that it can increase productivity. And like, I, I don't know, this one is kind of like a weird, so basically it kind of feels like we're pushing for tons of mindfulness programs so that people can train their brains to be better at dealing with the increased stress that their employers are putting on them. Okay. So there's like a, I can counter this because I understand how from like an outer perspective, that's the message you would receive, but there is like a benefit of becoming more in control of your mind. And so like, as far as like productivity goes, there's a way to, um, Kind of like it's like you're doing less, but you're producing more and your ability to cope with external stress is better. And then the mindfulness kind of brings like a like you you set boundaries. Boundaries is a big mindfulness buzzword. Um, But so you don't accept some of like the things that you're saying, like the ability to handle the external stress that's unreasonable. Like you're able to. Well, I'm not saying that it doesn't benefit those mm-hmm. people. I think it definitely benefits those employees. I think they're definitely seeing that employees like love this program. They mm-hmm. want to keep doing it. I'm just saying that like the bottom line is that Google wants to make all this, like wants to make a bunch of money. And I kind of feel like, I mean, it's good that they're somewhat providing a solution to a problem that they're partially responsible for like mm-hmm. perpetuating. Like, they're yeah. part of the reason that we're constantly bombarded with like media. And yeah. like I understand that like if Google ducked out, it's not like that wouldn't still be the case. Like yeah. somebody else would fill that. But I just think that it's like it's interesting to use a tool that seems like Well, did you ever I get what you're Go saying. Ahead. Like it's like the problem you're causing and you're like giving the solution to yours. Which is good. I mean, like, yeah, if it is a solution, that's great. Yeah. Well, I think there's also the benefit of like one, then they can say like, well, we, we promote these like good work environments. So we understand. And like, so like, if you're like, they, they have, they're part of the problem, but they can be like, well, just do this. This is what we do. But then they also have higher producing and happier um, employees, which is a benefit all in itself. Yes. And they <laughs> talk about that too, it being a benefit of wanting to do it is that um, they want to increase you know, it's also kind of a buzzword, emotional intelligence. Yeah. So that because people who have quote unquote higher emotional intelligence mm-hmm. um, feel more connected to other people and yeah. stay longer at their company. Oh, yeah. um, but it, it, so it, it does benefit people. I'm not mm-hmm. saying it doesn't benefit people. Mm-hmm. It's just interesting. So like it, even the guy at Google who was like, hey, I think we should start doing this. 
his goal was to use meditation to achieve world peace. And that's still his goal. You got to set, you got to, you got to aim lofty. They say if you make big goals, then you'll end up further than you would. (laughs) And you know what they say, you got to start with the man in the mirror. (laughs) (laughs) So I think that's like his, like the reason he would do it. Yeah. Um, But since all of that, like mindfulness as a business has like, it's just booming, right? Like Mm -hmm. mindfulness apps. Yeah. um, Headspace and Calm, which both of which I used but didn't pay Mm -hmm. for, um, (laughs) make $50 million in revenue every year. We'll see like, and go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say this other little tidbit. So then when something becomes like a boom here, I think it's interesting that there's always people who are like, oh, well, I want a more authentic experience. I don't want to just do this. Like, yeah, I don't want to just co-opt this. But then they'll pay like a bunch of money to go on mindfulness trips where they like take you to other countries so that you can like experience it. And that's a $200 billion industry. Like that's how much they made in 2017. Anyway. So I just think it's interesting to be making so much money and like, yeah. Yeah. Off of something that is about, I mean, you have to like, I think that's just kind of a money mindset thing though. Like in this world, you, you have to, in order to like provide things, you have to profit on them. That's a capitalist view. That's not a world. Well, not saying a world view, but I'm saying like, it's like money is not inherently bad because it's brought into this concept. Like, it's like, just because it's a good, peaceful, like, you make it sound like because it's tied to something that's positive that you shouldn't be able to profit off of it. But if people don't have this, like, if they want that experience and they're willing to pay for it, is it bad? Like, you can't just, you know... Yeah, I guess um, I do think it's interesting. I think it's marketed in a lot of ways yeah. that in order to have a more authentic experience, you should pay for it. Yeah. Oh, so you yeah. you should pay for a class. You should pay for an app. You should pay for a trip. Well, I'm just when a- you really don't have to. It's meditation. No, yeah, Anyone you don't- can do it anywhere. No, I agree with that completely. You definitely don't have to, but I don't think that the people creating these things are, they're, just, they're filling a need, right? or a demand. That's how business works. And I'm speaking from a business perspective. It's like, they're not doing it because they're like, I see this and I want to exploit it. It's genuinely people that are probably passionate about it. And they're like, all right, this is something I could provide that I, you know, could be my living. So yeah, that's just the point I want to make with that. But it is definitely an experience that you can get for free. Um, Yes. And I'll say the reason I like I include mindfulness like exercises and awareness stuff in my coaching because without it, like I found the reason I do it is because people are more successful with my coaching things when they're learning to be more self-aware um, and doing like self-exploratory stuff and like meditating and things like that. Like they're actually more successful in like implementing new things and sticking to things and um like developing new skills and stuff like that, which is interesting. Like that's why I include it because it's helpful. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it has been added to curriculums in schools. Like, Mm -hmm. and I think that some people criticize mindfulness because it really strips away um, 
more of the spiritual or religious yeah. components to meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that has it that obviously has like pluses and minuses. Mm-hmm. And one of them before there was like a meditation thing in the seventies that they tried to put in schools and it got banned from like schools in New Jersey because it was a religious practice. Yeah. They considered it to be. Um, Well, but I think that rebranding it kind of as mm -hmm. like a non-religious or non-spiritual, but a scientific, Mm -hmm. like scientifically backed method. Scientifically Um, proven for the white folk. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) It's validated. (laughs) So then like you can market it to a lot more people and Mm -hmm. a lot more businesses and public kind of groups. Yeah. Um, And I I think there's, there's positives and negatives to that in my mm-hmm. mind. But. Well, I think it's kind of beneficial in any way because you can approach it as a spiritual practice or you can approach it as something to benefit your health. Like you can take it as you need it. It doesn't have to yeah. be one or the other. And I think it is nice that it can be introduced to people in a non-religious way. Mm-hmm. I just don't want it to like lose its credit yeah. what like where it came from yeah I guess well um a lot of people like will do it and then they'll like become more spiritual because of it like they'll do it for health reasons (laughs) and then they're like I actually actually, believe now and it's like because you're so that's interesting but yeah I think that's a good segue like talk about some of the health benefits that it does do um what do you think well I kind of already know that you might not like what I'm saying but I'm just going to say a little bit. Okay. Okay. So first I listened to a podcast called Science Versus is what it's called. And they did an episode called Science Versus Meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they interviewed all these scientists who are basically like, we don't have super reliable studies. Like the group size is too small. Generally, a lot of them happen in meditation retreat style settings. So you can't really, because meditation is inside of your mind it's very hard to say like it's such an it's an experiential thing Mm -hmm. it's so hard to say what's actually happening um and they were saying that like even if you do brain scans Mm -hmm. a lot of them aren't long-term studies Mm -hmm. and a lot of the brains like regions that are activated during meditation are also the same regions activated whenever you're learning anything new yeah so it's hard to say but every scientist that they interviewed does meditation and is like, I would never go back. I love it. And it like has definitely helped me. Mm-hmm. So I think it's again, that thing where it's like, do we have to have the sticker of scientific validation in order to believe that this is benefiting us? Yeah. When it, if you literally just try it and see if it works for you, then that's good enough. Well, I think <laughs> yeah. that like, that's kind of what we said too. We were like, I don't care if this had no scientific backing. Like I was right. like, I would do this. Um, Yeah. So, but I mean, there are large studies on things like just like stress reduction. Like they, the ones I was looking at said the study included like over 3,500 adults and they looked at the reduction of like cortisol, which is one of the main stress Mm -hmm. hormones and it has really harmful effects. It's like one of the biggest, most damaging, most prominent um, things in our society that people are struggling from and not realizing it, just excess cortisol levels. Um, yeah. And that can be from a lot of things. I mean, we're a society with lack of sleep. Go, go, go. We're just like, because cortisol is the one linked with like fight or flight, which if you think American yeah. society, we're always like, 
we got to do it now. And like, we have all these things to do. We got to go. We got to be in traffic. And so cortisol is super high. Um, so I think that also, I guess. Yeah. The ones that, and I think in that podcast, they do say that the only, the only one that they were like, this is really scientifically backed is stress. Yeah. And which is a huge one of the, though. Like, yeah. Yeah. No, that's like a big thing. And anyone can deal mm-hmm. anyone can benefit from decreased stress. Yes. And they were saying that you, they always see increased activity in your prefrontal cortex, like your decision making mm-hmm. and like, you know, the, that part of your brain and a decrease in the amygdala, which is the fight or flight, like, mm-hmm. Oh God, I need to like panic right now. Kind of part of your brain. Oh yeah. So well, and it's yeah. it's interesting because I mean not studies directly related to to meditation, but studies related to like cortisol levels, so stress levels, and things like anxiety or mental things. There's studies on the the link of those. So indirectly, if it decreases stress, you can kind of use your um, deductive reasoning. Did I use that word right? <laughs> yes. Um, to figure out that it, it will have carryover benefits. So it's kind of like one of those things. It's like, we want all these studies. We want all these studies, but it doesn't take a rocket scientist to link some things and just see them like that. Like you said, like in your own life, if you um, apply them. And, I, and aside from science, like I think to find that almost every religious major religious practice in the world has mm-hmm. some form of meditation in it makes me think that like this is what our minds need yeah we need a break sometimes mm-hmm. and if you and I think that we are in kind of a go 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 culture and so it's it's harder and harder to find mm-hmm. a place to take that break yeah and so I think that yeah sitting down for 10 minutes well I think a lot of people have re- resistance to it too is because when you sit down for 10 minutes and you've never sat down for 10 minutes you start to gain that self-awareness and you start to realize like, I am not in good health. I am not in good mindset. I am not. And like, that doesn't feel good. (laughs) Yeah. So people like when you first start doing it, there's like that stuff that comes with it sometimes because you're giving yourself the slow down. And then when you slow down, you're like, Oh no, this is what's here. Um. (laughs) Yeah. I think. And well, in a lot of those studies with the meditation, it's kind of, or ones that they do in a therapeutic kind of Mm -hmm. way, like for PTSD, they're a lot of times coupled with counseling, Mm -hmm. like group counseling or individual counseling. And so, yeah, I mean, a lot of it is working through your shit, you know? Yeah. (laughs) And, and so I'm sure the meditation part, it helps, it helps to be clearing your mind and working Mm -hmm. through that individually but also to be talking with somebody else you know well I think one thing which this might be similar for you but when I was meditating like I was aware of like my body more when I was doing it regularly like what hurt what didn't hurt and like that's another thing we kind of neglect we just like go through our days with aches and pains like and your body is not meant to be in pain like and so uh, well like it's not it's like no it's not yeah thinking about pain that I have every day (laughs) yeah 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 like those these are things we should be addressing or managing or like changing our lifestyles to support but if we're not if we're not like paying attention to it then we don't have to so I think there's like the part of where if you meditate and you take the time to like pay attention to these things then you've got a long list of things you also need to start doing and that's not fun for anyone yeah Um, and that's speaking from experience too is just what I was gonna say yeah 
Yeah, and that kind of goes with what, I mean, we kind of talked about this off the podcast, but um, you had me listen to that meditation that, like, the lady was like, if you think about your illnesses, they'll disappear. That's not what she said. Can we, like, that's what she was saying. We should try to reenact what she did. Can we try that really fast? I don't think I actually finished the whole thing. Well, just like, okay, so this podcast, she was, like, talking, but then she recorded herself. So she would talk over herself. She'd be like, you are in a very relaxing state. And a then I'll very like, relaxed. You are state. very calm. And they're like, it's always like, <laughs> so it was like her voice over her voice over her voice. And the first time it came yeah. in over her own voice, I literally jumped. Like it was like, <laughs> Who is that? yeah, I was like, oh God. I was like, this is terrifying. I was like, I'm going to listen to the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> but she was basically saying, and this isn't like an, I mean, it's not a super popular belief, but it's not all that uncommon that you can use meditation yeah. to cure, like, cancer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she was, she's like, find the ailment. But I think the thing, when they do have things like that, this is my, like, hypothesis on this, is, like, if you reduce stress, you reduce inflammation, and right. that overall is going to promote better health and healing in your body. Yeah, so, and like, I was... And I, yeah, and I kind of think, I mean, we were talking about how um, kind of medical practice here a lot of times doesn't, you're treating just the body mm-hmm. and you're not really taking into account the mind. And so if you're not caring for your mind, mm-hmm. like your body will die. Well, you and, know, like, and your if, body if follows go, your mind. Like, right. They're, they are linked together. Mm-hmm. And in when you're saying by actual, you know, chemicals that they're giving off yes. so who knows what those are doing to mm-hmm. whatever your illness is yeah so if you're super stressed about it that's gonna affect it well it's interesting to know like if you're having like feelings of anxiety feelings of stress you are releasing stress hormones in your body and excess stress hormones is inflammation and inflammation is like the root of all disease so you like your body literally like you're not just feeling a feeling in your brain that's your whole body's responding to that and i think people neglect that or yeah. just like, no, that's not real. And you're like, no, it's very, very real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if I'm on board with like meditation on its own mm-hmm. is the treatment to cancer. Yeah. We should actually just like, but we can like, let's like cut your knee and then we'll see if you can meditate it to heal. <laughs> yeah. I'll meditate. I actually did fall that month and <laughs> it is healed now. So uh, pretty sure. By my deductive reasoning, I believe that <laughs> that was caused by meditation. Probably. Um, yeah. Um, but I yeah. think the one thing too is like for me, it's like all these benefits, spiritual stuff. But for me, it's like a huge skill. And that's kind of how I frame it to my clients too. Is like the ability to pull your mind to the present and not allow it to go down these like rabbit holes of thoughts or what ifs or and like literally concentrate on what you're doing, which probably links into the productivity too. So like a lot of us waste a lot of energy on like letting our mind go down these hypothetical scenarios of what if who there, you know, we all do it. I call them rabbit holes or like black holes, but you know what I'm talking about? Yes, or you like I've the- heard of the term rabbit holes before. <laughs> yeah, <I do>. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so basically it's like this skill. So one is something you have to develop over time. Like you're not just going to be good at it. Like who, 
and you have to practice it, but then you can apply it to other areas. So like for me, when I like talking to someone, I'm able to like be with them a little bit more because I have the ability to pull my mind back and also notice that when it's like going in those directions, that's not like in the present because yeah, of meditation. Yeah, and I think that that's like that use of mindfulness, like mm-hmm. the word mindfulness attached to like mindfulness, eat, mindful yeah. eating, yeah. mindful shopping, mindful walking, like mm-hmm. it's all... But it because is because it's really just saying doing things with intention. Yeah. And like presence. Yeah. Just trying to stay in the moment. Mm-hmm. And I, I do know that that's like that month of meditation really helped me with that because I have, I mean, I don't know if you'd call it anxiety, but I will like ruminate on thoughts for a very long time mm-hmm. and then like look up and be like, oh, it's been three hours and I've mm-hmm. just been cycling through the exact yeah. same thought. And people don't realize like that mental energy that you're spending on that, that's physical energy. So like that can be used for other things. It like, does that's... feel pretty exhausting. <laughs> yeah. And people are like, well, I'm just thinking. And you're like, no, you're waste. No, I don't want to say wasting, but you're using that energy on something that you could be using for something else. And it doesn't get like for me anyway when I'm stuck in that mode, I'm not getting anywhere. It's not like I'm no, working on a problem no, in my head and I'm no. getting it. I'm literally just running through worst case, at, yeah. worst case scenario mm-hmm. after worst case scenario yeah. and not getting to any kind of solution. Yeah. See, and I have felt like even this month, I have had some moments where I'm like, oh, I really don't like that news yeah. that I just heard. I could sit here and think about how bad this could be, mm-hmm. but I'm, I'm like more aware of when I'm doing that. Mm-hmm. So I'm, more able to be like you need to stop doing that yeah you know well so I use a a mindfulness practice with my clients who have a tendency to do that um because we want them to have their mental capacity to use for their goals so we work on becoming aware of like these moments so like you said you do and what I have them do is like a reframing exercise so they'll one write down that thought so it gets it out of your head because if it's in your head it's just gonna kind of stay in there so you write it out And then you ask yourself, what do I have control of in this situation? What's real? What's not real? And then you reframe it into like a positive or a productive thought. So like for you, and that's really helpful because that's also a skill that you can apply. But the first step to be able to do that is even just being aware that you're having those thoughts. Yeah. So, um, yeah. And I did. So let's talk about kind of how everything went. Yeah. So the things that I felt like this really benefited me with that ruminating thoughts thing, Mm -hmm. which still is a problem. It's not like, Mm -hmm. yeah, but, um, and I should probably just think about that, but your skill building. Yeah. (laughs) Why didn't I solve it? Why didn't I solve it? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I would say that the three areas where I noticed like kind of a big difference in myself, one was definitely sleep. So I didn't like using meditation, like doing my 30 minute committed to meditation Mm -hmm. for sleep. But since stopping meditate or since stopping that month, Mm -hmm. I have used it like maybe half of this month every night. Yeah. Like I, because I, a lot of my anxiety comes at night when I'm laying down Mm -hmm. to go to bed and I'll start to think about everything that happened today and everything I'm worried about tomorrow Mm -hmm. and like when that person is going to break in my house and Mm -hmm. steal my dog, like whatever, you know, like I just sit there and obsess about things that I don't need to do. And if I just start focusing on my breath, Mm -hmm. I'll fall asleep. Like, yeah, that's, Um, yeah, that's a huge one too. Just like with anxiety in general, 
like that breath helps a lot yeah yeah it just brings you back into Mm -hmm. your body for like a second so I have found it super helpful in sleep Mm -hmm. I also I know you're maybe a little uncomfortable with me bringing this up (laughs) just but I do think that this is an issue (laughs) for a lot of women that during sex I have a hard time climaxing Mm -hmm. because I am not focused on what is presently happening yes and that's really no it does like you get in your own mind and so you're not like yeah and I did not I tried very hard I in the moment thought no try to stay in this present moment Mm -hmm. don't let your mind wander just like and I just focused on what was going on and it was great yeah, no, that's definitely that's what I'm going to say about No, that's, but that's so real too, because that's something like, I feel like a lot of women have to learn to do, because I used to do that. And I think just like the learning to be more mindful in general really helps. It definitely um. did. <laughs> um, anyway, <laughs> and the third thing is that when I was meditating, I started coupling that with journaling Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to forget my meditation, like how I felt after my meditation, mainly so that I could talk about it on this podcast. But I have stuck with journaling. Like I never can stick with journaling, Mm -hmm. but I just did it every time I meditated. And then I just started doing it even on mornings that I wasn't meditating. And now I'm just like doing it. I journal so much and it's like the most therapeutic (laughs) Thing. I sometimes don't find it helpful at really? all. Really? <laughs> well, it's, like, good just to, like, get it out even if it's right. not. I don't know. I think that I've gotten to where I'm just I'm just writing so that I have, like, I'm just, like, okay, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. if this is good. It doesn't matter if you feel good afterwards. Mm-hmm. Just, like, do it so that you can maintain this habit. Well. And, yeah. If you want some guided journal prompts, Liz, I have a whole library full. Yeah, I thought about looking some up. I'm just not. Who wants to do some self-exploration? Like a whole other. And it's not that I don't do some of that in my Mm -hmm. journaling. I just don't every day, but I don't want to lose the practice. I don't want to stop journaling because I don't feel like I have anything to journal about that day. I'm sensing. And I feel like it was similar with meditation. Yeah. I'm sensing some resistance, so I'm going to send you some journal prompts. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. Cool. (laughs) Um, (laughs) <laughs> she's very open can you tell guys <laughs> so I'd say those are my top three things yeah about the meditating well so for me I, I like I had meditated a lot before so I knew the benefits and I felt them before but for me the oh. the seeing that I'm not saying that in like a bragging way but uh, sounds like it. No, I'm not bragging. <laughs> I just, I'm like, I'm med- not bragging. I'm just well, much meditating more like experienced no. at this than you. Well, it just helped me a lot. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but the one thing that was like cool to do was like implement it for that many days and for that amount of yeah. time. Like I had not been that disciplined with it and to see that I could actually make the time for it. And the more, like it had way more benefit doing it that way. Yeah. Um, so that was one of the biggest ones. And then the doing it more, like I just, um, like there's like during that month, which I'm so glad that we did it that month. I had a lot of like external things change. <laughs> yeah, <you did. laughs> it's 
so I kind like, of forgot how much. You yeah, were. I'm uh. going through a lot, and so I did like start going to therapy that month just because of all the external things going on. And I don't know if I would have done that if I wasn't meditating 30 minutes a day because I was like meditating. I was like, "There's a lot here." Right, you're like, I need to get this out with somebody else. Yeah, I'm just like and tell my mind and- to like let that thought go. Yeah, and it's not because I was in a bad mindset either. Like I was like. Yeah. Like, I was good. It's like, wasn't, but it was like, I mindfully was aware that I needed that. But I don't know, like, without meditation, how that month would have gone. <laughs> like, right. Would I have exploded? I don't know. <laughs> so it was interesting to have it in like a high state of like stress. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. that you was can really good. see the effect. Yeah. Then. Yeah. So it's definitely like, a tool that I will use when like, instead of just being like, this is happening to me, I'll be like, I'll be back. I've got to go meditate. Yeah. Um, What did you find most difficult? Or are you still talking about? uh, No, the most difficult was probably the making time for it, like making it a priority. And I kind of had resistance and I'm like, maybe because it was so helpful, you know, that like internal self-sabotage where, you know, something's really helpful. So you don't make time for it. Subconsciously. Also the full 30 minutes. You do mm-hmm. a full 30 minutes of meditation, you're, like, kind of recovering from that for the next, like, hour and a half. Mm-hmm. Hour. And you're in a weird, so, like, reflective daze. Yeah. So, it, yeah, I think that's what I said it felt like when I called you the first first time. I said that it felt like you just woke up from a nap, but you weren't drowsy. Yeah. But it is, so like, it's still kind of, like, but the, the world is a little different. <laughs> but I'm not, like, sleepy right now. Yeah. Here, <laughs> but it's like yeah. a good different. It's not like it's it is like a good different, but yeah. I think it is hard if you know that that's the possible effect that it's gonna have mm-hmm. after 30 minutes, then you're gonna like mm-hmm. put it off because you're like, Well, I do actually need to do yeah. shit after I do this meditation. One of my biggest difficulties is that like I'm never alone right now, so mm-hmm. if I, like I had yeah. to like meditate like around my boyfriend I'm like I'm gonna go sit on the couch for 30 minutes too, and yeah. deep breathe don't mind me but he meditates yeah. so it's like but like at home like it's like I try to meditate and Mitchell be like mom can I have a snack and my dad would like knock <laughs> on the door and like I'm just like fine I guess I'm doing this before sleep Stella would sit next to me and like look really concerned and I could hear her breathing next to me and then she would like sometimes put her paw up on my and I think it's because she was like are you alive? She never just sits in one spot for this long. Something must be wrong. Yeah. Did I tell you, Mitchell, at one point, I was, like, in a, like, like, it was, it was after the long month, and I was, like, emotionally vulnerable, and uh, I was, like, just getting kind of, like, I was a little bit more, like, short-tempered. Like, I wasn't mean, but he's, like, I think you need to meditate, Mom. <laughs> Burn. yeah and he said that since then like a few times to me like when he like I was like I'm like what do you think I'm gonna meditate you're not gonna get in trouble anymore yeah. <laughs> like what if it is true that you've been coming out of these 30 minute meditations and he's like you're great state, and you're just like I love you anyway, Mitchell's like Mitchell's chocolate from the bag yeah. <laughs> and Mitchell, you're like it's cool Mitchell noticed a difference so <laughs> He also yeah. was like, is this a new way I can manipulate mom? Yeah. Oh, mom, I'll try it out. <laughs> hey, mom, what do you think? You go meditate. I stay up on my tablet. Do we have a deal? 
Oh, there was that one time when we were on the phone and he was in the car and he was like, will you guys be quiet? I'm meditating. <laughs> yeah. And then he was just silent. <laughs> like, the whole car right no, now. he'll literally like sit on my meditation pillow for a while and like do it. But then afterwards, yeah. he's always like obnoxiously energized, <laughs> like child turns into dinosaur energized, you know, that's still pretty impressive that you can get him to sit still. Yeah. I don't even. He'll do it for himself. Yeah, I don't prompt it. Yeah, he just notices. But I try to talk about those things. So, yeah, that's pretty cool. I also found it difficult, and we were kind of like you talking about it—a skill that you have to build. Mm -hmm. That it does get. So I had that first meditation that was so good, but then I think the next one or the one after Mm -hmm. that. Like, it didn't feel as good as those ones. And I started to get frustrated with myself oh, yeah. in the moment because I wasn't, like, I just had all these thoughts coming up. And then I was, like, kind of following them. And I didn't mm-hmm. want to. Yeah. But I was getting mad about it uh-huh. instead of just being, like, it's okay. This yeah. This is a process. And really, if you sit down for 30 minutes or 15 minutes mm-hmm. and out of that, you get five minutes where you're not thinking about Mm-hmm. all of the stuff that's bombarding your mind then that's good enough you it, know like and it, yeah just doing it and know? that's like building this skill it's like the same yeah. as exercise like you're not going to show up to the gym do it a couple times and see huge changes you'll get the benefits still in that moment but it's not gonna like and then still no matter how many times you exercise you still have to show up and do the work like, it's not just yeah. going to happen. You don't get to the gym and be like, all right, I rubbed against some dumbbells and now it's happening. Um, yeah. Like, you still, it's like, process. it's a practice. It's a skill. You've got to show up. You'll get better over time. You have to be patient with yourself. You have to be realistic. Um, but you'll still get the benefits when you do it. Yeah. Well, and that leads me to my mother had a question that she said that, she loves meditating Mm -hmm. and when she does it she feels a benefit Mm -hmm. she knows it's good for her but she just doesn't end up doing it yeah and that's with a lot of things people have that like resistance with it so like what I have clients do is when we start so most people we would never recommend to do it how we do it like 30 minutes for 30 yeah that's a lot that's a lot and it's challenging um but that's why we're doing it that way but for most people it's like committing to how, so how many times will you realistically do it a week where you won't fall off, right? Because we get into these things where we're like, I'm going to do this every day because it's awesome for me. And then we do it every day for a week. And next week, something happens. And we're like, well, I'm not doing it every day. So I'm just going to stop doing it. And then it falls mm-hmm. off. So yeah. like for your mom, it'd be like, okay, well, instead of doing it not at all, would it be realistic to do it 20 minutes twice a week? And then you'd be like, yeah, I can do that. And so you do that and like you get the benefits. And then like maybe later you can add an extra day. Um, and build yeah. on it but just like being realistic with yourself you can still get the benefits doing it once a week that's more than you were doing it before um and I was reminded of that um fantastic book that you recommended to me <laughs> <laughs> called Atomic Habits Liz and I have very different taste in educational but materials he, did have some good, he had some good pointers and I felt like meditation it's kind of a good one to use his two minute rule mm-hmm. where if you just commit to doing something for two minutes mm-hmm. every day, yeah, that like you can work that into your schedule. Yeah. No problem. Yeah. And eventually you'll probably turn that in to three minutes yeah. and four minutes and yeah. five minutes. And there are apps that have mm-hmm. just two minute meditations. I mean, you yeah. don't 
it's well, really just getting into it, but it's a good start. Mm-hmm. To the practice, My you know? clients that have never meditated before, I have them on their weekdays, pick a time, set a timer for five minutes and just breathe in and out for five minutes sitting yeah. there. And I say, if you have a thought come up, that's fine. Come back to your breath, breathe in and out. And that's their first step. Like it's nothing crazy. It's like five, sometimes it's even like two minutes. It depends on the client. But, um, and a lot of them, even from that, like get benefits. Um, and then we modify from there, but it's like, you don't have to do huge lofty things to get results. Right. Yeah. So would you recommend this to people? Everyone. it sounds like you already <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> from, from a professional basis, even I do. <laughs> yeah. But. I would also recommend this to everyone, but I would not recommend paying for. No. There's so many resources on YouTube. You can watch so many YouTube videos. Yeah. You can use the apps. I use Headspace and mm-hmm. Calm and Insight Timer. I really like Insight Timer because you could just. You don't have to like follow a course and yeah. you didn't have to, you could just pick at random, like mm-hmm. what, how many minutes do you want? Here's a list of people you yeah. can pick from to listen to, um, or music that you can listen yeah. to. I made myself so, a meditation playlist of just like the meditative songs or like instrumentals that make me feel the most relaxed. And I like that a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I mainly listen to guided or I just didn't have anything. Mm-hmm. I, I did one that was like kind of, kind of some weird music but yeah. I think I fell asleep that time I can't That's also yeah a yeah you'll fall yeah you might fall asleep sit up if you're <laughs> prone or tired <laughs> yes I have been thinking about getting a couch because I don't have anything like comfortable to sit on I own a meditation pillow it feels and, nice it and, does I really well I do have them. just a pillow yeah folded but up I have such bad posture I just feel yeah. like I end up 30 minutes to sit up like that you could sit up against a wall I don't have any walls Jessica okay oh yeah solve all my I forgot that you live in a (laughs) a, what was the thing a tent tent. (laughs) held up by what I would recommend it but I would say don't pay for it yeah unless I haven't paid for it in like a public setting like going to a like center um, for it but I don't know what if you can find a yoga that has meditation with it that is the best um but you can also pay for it if you want to pay for it pay for it just know you don't have to and there's like didn't you say in Kansas City at the like Unitarian Church they do a Buddhist yeah so they like have a, a meditation thing silent meditation and thing. you you meditate for like 15 minutes and there's some nice music and everyone else in the room is meditating and yeah it's and it's nice. free yeah, it's free every Sunday. I think they and have two services. Um, yeah. They have lots of free events, too. So, Or you could just, like, get a group of friends together and mm-hmm. be like, we're going to meditate today. Yeah. Good luck keeping your friends Party. once you suggest that. That's why I only have Liz. <laughs> Whatever. You would totally do that with me. I would do that with you, but that's, like, there's not, like, a lot of people. They'd be like, hey, you want to, like, come meditate? Well, especially just because I'm not as close with that many people so like they'd be like I don't know you well enough to sit with you in silence (laughs) fine (laughs) don't do it with your friends yeah I guess so you like Um, yeah have you continued to meditate this month not as much but I have been meditating like how much would you say I would say be honest I'm being honest okay I would say about five minutes five to 15 minutes every other day and it's definitely more sporadic 
so like I'll just do it like um like in the app like I don't plan it which I should that's a good action item but I'll just do it like in the day I'm like all right time to meditate that's how I've done it too and I've only done it twice oh really this month wow made me feel guilty (laughs) instantly Liz do you know the benefits of meditation (laughs) (laughs) well no I'm just shocked because I thought you were doing it to sleep oh I am doing it almost every night to sleep but I don't really count that as like That's not, like, me, like, fully intentionally, Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. meditating. I'm, like, literally trying to fall asleep but using Mm -hmm. meditation techniques. Well, you got to come back to it, Liz. All right. As your friend, I'm going to hold you accountable. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Um, I was planning on doing it this morning, but instead I just read a bunch of articles. (laughs) (laughs) She just read that it's not actually scientifically proven. Okay. Just kidding. Um, yeah. Anyway. So you've been doing it a lot more than t- two times in the last. I mean, it's weeks. it's not a competition, Liz. We're not comparing to each other. I do think that meditation is competitive. What? Is that what you got from it? I just okay. That, I thought uh, you were being serious. I was like, why do you make everything a competition, Liz? <laughs> I told you. Wow, that's bringing up some yeah. real deep Liz stuff is competitive <laughs> and I'm not competitive. So it's an interesting dynamic. I'm there. not that You are so Only in like a fun way. It's not fun. <laughs> Okay, well, I wasn't I'm... free to compete with you <laughs> for <laughs> But I'm glad that you don't think that I would be above that. <laughs> Want to see who can meditate longer? I'm going to reach nirvana before you. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> okay. My mind's more clear than your mind is. <laughs> I'm not even thinking about this conversation right now. <laughs> I don't even care. I don't even care. That's how good I am. Not attachment. <laughs> all right. Okay. <laughs> so that's really all I've yeah. got. You got Are anything you... else? No. You wanna, like... I was hoping you'd end us with a guided meditation list. Well, first, I want to say that we hope you all listen to this one and that next month is well this month is vegan month so that's been real fun it's not Um, been fun been farting a lot well don't tell them all the secrets if you want to know more tune in (laughs) that's right tune in it's just 50 minutes of you farting. (laughs) i could provide that (laughs) um but if you have any questions about it like you're thinking about going vegan and you want to know i mean how bad are the farts then please ask us and we will answer all of those questions. You don't want to know the answer to that one. But yeah, send us your questions. If you want to do one with us, take a look at the schedule that's on our Instagram. Um, We will repost it. Or I'll repost it on mine and you Mm -hmm. can repost on yours and we can make flyers and post them publicly and we can put a banner on the bus. And Mm -hmm. no, these are happening. Yep. Yeah. Sounds good. Um, But yeah, so reach out to us let us know what you think if you liked it then press whatever button (laughs) reflects that and then if you can subscribe review that helps us but thank you for listening 
And if you didn't like it, please keep your opinions to yourself. Yeah, we don't want I'm negative feedback. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you can tell us anything. Yeah. I heard we said like too much. We definitely I don't do. Like, give a shit. So. <laughs> I can't help it. So. <laughs> All right. So I just wanted to end on a nice, calming meditation. I want you to, wherever you are, close your eyes if you're driving. If you're watching children, if you have a knife in your hand, close your eyes and take a deep breath. When you breathe in, you breathe out way too fast. When you breathe in, breathe in all that goodness into your heart. Using your heart, multiply that goodness by 10. When you breathe out, send all that goodness to the whole world. And if it's useful to you, you may visualize yourself breathing out white, brilliant white light, representing this abundance of goodness. And that is brought to you by Google. (laughs) You're like alarmingly good at that. I'm going to take it up as a career. Yeah, I think you should. I think you should do guided meditations for different things. Awesome. (sighs) Um, And last thing... I love you. I love you too. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Do you know what your meditation voice sounds like? Is this a good meditation? No. (laughs) That kind of just sounds like you're whispering to me. It it almost went like kind of like a phone sex worker voice. I think that that is similar, though. Okay. Maybe. Uh, I mean, you can talk to me like that if you want. I don't really. (laughs) Ultimately, a hard no. Um.